609 on the morning news. Rolling out of bed and getting straight to work might seem uh, like a dream come true, but it could cause serious burnout. Clinical psychologist Manit Batya joins us now with some tips to stay fresh when working from home. Good morning to you, Manit. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for being here. It's interesting because uh, those who have not done it, you know, outside looking in, it does indeed look like the dream. But it might be more challenging. That's something you're here to tell us. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. As you said in your in your intro there, it sounds like a great idea. You know, work starts at 8 o'clock. You roll out of bed at 7.30, 7.45 and hop, uh, hop onto your laptop and start your day. But what I'm finding is, you know, clinically talking to people and patients is, you know, these you know, jumping into your day without a transition into work. And then at the end of your day, transitioning, you know, from work to home is creating a lot more stress. You know, we're, we're creatures of habit. We need our routine. So, you know, what happens is in the morning, you know, in the past, prior to COVID, we would get up at a particular time, you know, make our breakfast, get ready, perhaps do an early morning workout, listen to a podcast or a radio show as you're driving into work or taking uh, public transportation. And these transitions allowed for you to, you know, to build in some healthy physical and mental uh, wellness checks, as well, you know, being out in nature, getting fresh air, um, and also provides a sense of buffers from, you know, from, you know, getting ready for the stress that is work. Um, so I think it's really important for us to reassess this idea of just jumping into work and then jumping out of work. We really need to create those routines and those transitions that we kind of took for granted when we were working and from working from the offices, rather, and that we thought would be a nice luxury to not to have when we started working from home. Makes a lot of sense, Manny. I mean, really just easing into that workday, right, where we have to buckle down and really just focus in on the job and the task at hand. And I would imagine, too, people being at home, you kind of don't take those breaks that you might at work where if someone comes by, you stop to talk to them or you, you get up and stretch your legs. Are people sort of, you know, locked in at home and they, they, don't, they don't give themselves that, that a little bit of time to breathe here and there through the day either? Absolutely. You know, I, I think it's a really good point. And I think it's so important now, especially because there's, you know, we're, it's, it's you and the laptop in a room, perhaps, or, or a computer, and, and you can get really bogged into your work. So, and there's, it's a very, you know, it can be very isolating and, you know, and, and quite frankly, lonely to be working from home and not being around your team or coworkers and colleagues. So what I talk about is a virtual uh, water cooler where, you know, at the office, you get up for 10 minutes, you stretch, you, you know, you go have some water, chat about something social, you know, and have conversations and, and, and connect with people. So what I'm encouraging people to do in their days working from home is create those 10 to 15 minute moments where if you got to take an audio call at work or some meeting, do it while you're taking a walk outside or have a phone call with a friend, you know, for 10, 15 minutes or a, a Zoom call to break up your day. But to create those 10 to 15 minute breaks that you would otherwise have had, uh, at work, but implement them and make them a priority as part of your day from home so that you're breaking up your day, creating some social moments, some, you know, um, changes in your schedule. And also, if you can, to do things outside as we're getting into winter and I know it gets really cold, but with COVID and lockdowns and all that, we need to try to find ways to also have those water cooler moment, moments even outside to get that fresh air. So you're mentioning all these different elements to, to make it feel, you know, more work-like and more like the office environment. Uh, but I would I would think that from what you're saying, we literally have to put this in the calendar or on that old school day timer and follow it, not just do these things willy nilly whenever we want through the day. 
Absolutely. I think there needs to be a real, uh, you know, intention and attitude towards setting healthy routines and boundaries. And like you said, great point is scheduling it into your day. And it may sound very basic, but it's important. So 10 o'clock, I'll take a 10 minute break. Um, and also it's very important. The key word here is to be able to create boundaries around your day. So, so for example, working from home, you know, you need to prioritize obviously your work, but you have to prioritize your mental health. And also being able to create those boundaries where, you know, if you're living with a family member or your partner or kids or a roommate, you know, it's starting to create that space that's separate from work that is, uh, that is strictly a home and work. Uh, you can create that balance and that separation and making sure that even at the end of the day, I want to make this point, which is so important, you know, tying it back to transitions is, you know, in the past, you finish work at five o'clock, you catch the bus, you catch, you know, your, your ride. And you had that transition, but working from home, the flip side also happens at, at the end of the day where you can just continue to work indefinitely into the evening. So it's really creating those hard line boundaries and saying, okay, I'm checking out right now. I'm logging out. I'm done for the day, or I'm taking my break here and I'm not going to you know, um, negotiate that. I'm going to actually make that as part of my required routine. And maybe that's as simple as setting your alarm for, you know, that 10 minute break, whatever time you want to schedule that in and and setting your alarm for when your workday should end, that sort of thing. Are you also a big proponent of, uh, you know, getting up in the morning, brushing your teeth, getting dressed, even if it's just throwing on your sweats, that sort of, uh, you know, a, a daily routine as well to get yourself into the work mode? Absolutely. I, I, I highly encourage, you know, people to do that and to, to even... To, to some extent with the can, you know, dress like you're going to work, right? Especially the tops, I guess, right? Because nowadays with the, with the computer and the Zoom, we can kind of, you know, maybe keep our sweats on and put like a dress shirt or something on. But I really, there's a psychological component to that. I mean, obviously taking a shower, you know, brushing your teeth, you know, you feel better, you feel uh, re-energized, charged, and dressing up, you know, psychologically, it can also give you a sense of confidence. You feel like you're, you know, you, you look good. So those are healthy boosts for your self-esteem, and it, it also has a different, it gives you a different attitude and outlook on your day, and it, it gives you a sense of, okay, I'm actually going into work. And then also at the end of the day, like when you then have to change out of it, it's also in addition to what you said about setting an alarm or like, you know, having a buzzer to log off, you're also then changing out of your work clothes, which again, programs your brain to say, okay, Manit, you're done for the day, take off your dress shirt, put on your sweats, and now have your evening. So that also can create and force almost that kind of separation in our mind about work and home. Manit, how can we recognize signs of burnout in ourselves or perhaps in our spouse or or roommate that we, um, you know, can see working from home that uh, may have taken it too far and and might not realize it? That's a really important question. There's, there are several layers to burnout and, you know, it can start off, um, you know, physical, uh, emotional, mental exhaustion. So, if you're noticing you're more tired, you're not uh, sleeping well, you're noticing things like headaches, you're a little more irritable, um, and also you're starting to feel a sense of kind of like cynicism and doubt with your work and maybe more pessimism. I also hear people are starting to lose meaning in their work and they're just feeling like overwhelmed. Uh, things like feeling sluggish and dragging your feet and just kind of like, you know, trucking along, but not in a way that is energizing or rewarding. And if that's all relative for everybody. Everyone, everyone has a different, you know, uh, relationship with work. But it's mm-hmm. really looking at that, looking at how you used to be versus where you are. So the thing I always tell people is to continuously check in and ask yourself this question every day: is how am I, how am I feeling today? How's you know, how's my body feeling? And how am I taking care of myself? And also paying attention to people in your life, whether it's your partner, or roommates, if you're noticing changes in their behaviors as well. And that's likely a sign that obviously they're dealing with some some stress. And we live in such an uncertain time 
it's, you know, I want to say this as well. This is not, you know, something to be ashamed of or, or worried about in the sense of being like, I'm not normal, quote unquote. This is very normal to feel these things right now, given the, the weight of the world that we're all kind of experiencing and we're trying to process. So paying attention to those kind of symptoms and those experiences, and that's likely a sign that perhaps you're maybe overworking, not creating healthy transitions and having good work-life balance and trying to start with implementing these steps. And of course, if you need some help, you know, you can always call someone, you know, a mental health professional to get some support. Great information, Manit. Thank you so much for joining us. An important topic to cover. Appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. That is clinical psychologist Manit Bhatia.